You know, this most recent week of economic news and now beginnings of the earnings reports have really surprised me. I really thought maybe we'd seen peak inflation. The consumer price index proved that's not true. And now all of a sudden everybody's talking about the Fed jacking up interest rates, not by a half or three quarters of a point, but one full percentage point maybe at the next meeting. Then we've got uh, earnings out from major banks that are missing. It's a tough environment out there. I tell you who we need. We need Sam Susser because his background's great. You know, Susser Bank, he's chairman and CEO that's uh, that's locally based. But, I mean, he was at Solomon Brothers, small businessman, well, large businessman with convenience stores, oil and gas business. Sam Susser joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. David, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity to catch up. So you've been through all of this and and. I mean, you you were you were I think you were at Solomon Brothers back in in the '80s when when the world was coming to an end. What's the environment like right now? Is is the inflation the inflation in anything like the '80s? Is it? Well, uh, it's. I was at Solomon from '85 to '87, and um, Paul Volcker had already brought inflation down by that time. Of course. It was running and interest rates were 17, 18, 19% in 79 and 80 uh, because of horrific inflation and stagflation. Uh, What we're experiencing today, incredibly serious, but not as high as those levels. But uh, I think, you know, I am privileged to meet with a lot of businesses and a lot of people uh, and inflation is very real and is a horrific burden and really crisis for uh, the folks that make America work that uh, uh, are in the lower middle income levels. Uh, Rent increases are astronomic, and uh, we're reminded every day what uh, energy prices are, food's up, and it is a very, very important challenge, and I'm confident that the Fed will do whatever they have to to break inflation. We cannot allow this to go on. Well, we we heard we're beginning to hear from from Wall Street banks right now. And uh, the J.P. Morgan Chase numbers, I thought, were surprising. I mean, not only did they miss on the top of the bottom line on earnings, but they talked about some credit quality problems some provisions for for loan payments that may not be coming in. I mean, that's they're they're dealing with a different echelon. What are you seeing in, on Main Street? Uh, are you beginning to see any pushback? Is the loan demand still out there? Uh, our loan demand continues to be very strong, but we are a Texas-based, Texas-focused bank, and uh, we're just so fortunate here in Texas to uh, have the help of companies and people pouring into the state of Texas to escape what I would say lousy regulation and politics up and down most of the East and West coast. And, uh, all those new businesses, new jobs, new residents are helping to support the economy here and really differentiate Texas from the rest of the country. Not to mention that, uh, you know, although not good overall, they have this hundred dollar oil. Uh, there are some benefits here in Texas because still, uh, we have part of the economy that's very tied to that. And and uh, so our state budget is very strong and uh, there's a lot of disposable income. So we're still seeing good, good loan demand. The balance sheets of our clients remain strong, but we're incredibly respectful that a recession is 
may have already started or might be headed our way, at least nationally. And uh, we're vigilant and looking for for potential problems across the economy. Yeah, and credit quality, again, can be a concern because you never – What's the great Warren Buffett line? You never know who's swimming naked until the tide goes out. And all, exactly. of a sudden, all of a sudden you get, you know, you get interest rates going higher. You get a slowdown in the economy and there could be some surprises, I guess. Well, uh, for sure. I, you know, one of the big successes in Texas has been uh, in the uh, home building uh, arena. We've been, ramping up the last few years a number of homes built all over the state that is a big industry that has a big ripple effect across the supply chains and other other parts of the economy that's definitely slowed down dramatically here in the last 90 days and as rates as the fed continues to drive rates up uh we may see uh, uh even bigger slowdown there so that is going to temper demand here in texas and uh, there are some other anecdotal signs that we're hearing. Uh, people in the trucking industry uh, are seeing a uh, lot less demand for loads, pricing starting to come down. And I'd have other examples, but there, there's handfuls of anecdotal evidence of things slowing down here in Texas. Although overall, I think the Texas economy is strong and and outperforming the national average by quite a bit. Well, and the housing industry may be a good, maybe that's a good example of what could be some surprises. Admittedly, you know, Don Horton, D.R. Horton and Lennar and Pulte sort of dominate a lot of that business. But there are a lot of niche builders that have gone in. And, and you know, home building was like, shoot, it was like the oil and gas business was for a while. It's like shooting fish in a barrel. You just, you, you know, you throw one up and you can make some money on it. And you worry that maybe some some small builders got overextended out there that, that we haven't seen yet. Well, we're, we're watching that closely. I speaking with one of my colleagues yesterday at the bank, and uh, he was proactively doing some lien searches just to be sure that uh, our our clients are paying their bills on time. And uh, that's we, we haven't seen signs of problems across the board, but we're going to be uh, – very, very proactive because this could be a tough cycle for the housing industry after a really long run where uh, you could get by. Inflation was making everyone look like a hero, yeah. even companies that weren't well capitalized. So now that it, that the tide has turned, uh, we've got to watch it really closely. So, so tell me about the Texas banking business. I, you know, there's not a, you know, not a week goes by, maybe, well, maybe a month goes by. I don't see some out-of-state bank that has announced they're putting in a location in Preston Center or the Crescent or someplace and moving into Texas. Is it is it a crowded field? Um, it is crowded. It's very competitive. I can't imagine there's a market more competitive than Dallas-Fort Worth, although certainly plenty of competition in other parts of the state, too. Uh, and listen, uh, that's a good thing. It, you know, it's uh, we have to be on our toes. Uh, our competitors are well run. They keep us sharp. Uh, but it's so competitive because the climate here is so attractive yeah. and so much stronger than other places that banks don't have loan demand in big chunks of the United States. And they they've got to generate growth to satisfy investors. So we've seen dozens of banks 
uh, create a presence here in Dallas-Fort Worth and across the state to try to get a slice of the growth that Texas is enjoying. So is your industry helped, you have, and Susser Bank in particular helped with the higher interest rates? I know there's so much money that has to be kept aside in reserves, and, and my gosh, you know, you couldn't get anything on reserves. Now it looks like, you know, no. you're, you're beginning to get something. Well, uh, I, I've been thinking about this. Uh, I would say that from my experience in banking, I feel a little bit like a farmer who uh, is never quite happy. Uh, you, you, need, you don't want a drought, but you don't want a flood either. You need it kind of in the middle and the sweet spot. And I think that's what's best for banks. So zero Fed funds rate is not good for banking. But a real high, you know, four, five, six percent Fed funds rate would be terrible for banking because it's terrible for our clients. Yeah. And at the end of the day, uh, we can our success is limited to the success of our clients in the Texas economy. So I think a real healthy place would be for uh, Fed funds to be in that kind of two to four percent range, which implies a, a five or six percent prime rate. That's a spot where banks can make a reasonable return on the capital and clients uh, that have good business projects can also afford to, to use that leverage and invest for the future. So then so the question that, is that's like, the sweet spot we're looking for. So the, then the question is, I ha, how quickly do we get there? I mean, I, I, I don't know if you have an opinion about this, but like I say, the latest conjecture is and, and, and the Fed funds futures seem to be pointing toward a, a hike of 100 basis points at the, the next Fed meeting. Is that the kind of would that have the shock value that we need to help kill off the inflation? I think it would help. I think for the Fed to, you know, they've been telegraphing a 75 basis point move at the next meeting. If they were to decide to surprise us a bit and go to 100, I think that would underscore the Fed's seriousness about tackling inflation and would uh, set expectations that they're going to do what it takes. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if they made that decision. And I think it would probably be constructive. I think the faster they move now, the faster inflation will be broken and uh, we won't, and we won't see uh, high rates last for as long as if they were to go slow and gradually. Yeah, I'm all, just just rip the Band-Aid off. That's what I think. And, and you make the good point. We are we are fortunate to be domiciled in Texas. Sam Susser is chairman and CEO of Susser Bank. We always enjoy our conversations. Thank you, sir. Well, thanks for the time. Thanks. For more of our conversation, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.